All right, welcome to episode 16 of Tuesdays with Perry. Let's see if we can't get him on the line. Hello? Hey, Perry. Hey, man, how's it going? Oh, it's going great, Rudy. It's been a long day at work down here, but all things are good. How are things in your part of the world? They're good, they're good. Uh, hey, uh, I was just getting a... You know, we got another we got another hurricane on the way, right? Yeah, I know. I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. It's not... Uh, are they trying to mess up the election with it? Is it going to hit tomorrow or what? Um, well, we're already starting to feel some of the... I don't want to call it the outer band. I don't think that's a good way to describe it. But something's been going on today because we had... We had investigative work we had to do in another part of Central Florida today, and we had to dodge the raindrops. And then five minutes later, it was beautiful, cloudless uh, blue skies. And this happened several times. That's very typical of outer bands, but they're not calling it that. Um, But anyway, it's on its way, and provisions are being gathered, and everybody's going to party hardy. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just, you're only coming in on one channel. So I got a little, do you have something going on with your phone in particular? Or? Rudy, you there? Yeah. Hello. Hey, do you hear me now? I do hear you. Yeah. You're only coming in on one channel. So we're having a little technical uh, issue there, but uh, we're going to go ahead and go and go with it. Hey, so I want to okay. talk to you a little bit about, um, what's going on in the news. Uh, I mean, it is right before the election, so we're hearing a lot about anti-Semitism. So if you don't mind, I'd like to talk a little bit about that. Um, what we have going on uh, recently was this thing with Kyrie Irving, okay? So he's a player with the Nets, and the New York Post is reporting that he still won't apologize in train wreck press conference. I cannot be anti-Semitic, he says, Um, speaking to reporters for the second time since his promotion of the film, Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America, Irving refused to say that he was sorry, refused to say he doesn't hold anti-Semitic beliefs, and refused to say that the Holocaust happened and cast himself as a victim of the entire saga. uh, Irving was cut off by uh, Nets PR just after six minutes of answering questions. (laughs) And he just said, I didn't mean to cause any harm. Um, I'm not the one that made the documentary, he said. He just uh, promoted it on Twitter. He was suspended by uh, Nike uh, for the anti, uh, the quote, anti-Semitic film. And, um, and there's other stuff reported, obviously, in the New York Times about the anti-Semitic movie post and fallout. Um, I didn't see the movie, but apparently it was a very popular book that was made into a documentary and apparently it is about uh, black Israelites. Um, I'm not going to comment specifically on the movie, but I'd like your take on what you think about uh, this Nets player, this basketball player, professional basketball player, being asked to donate half a million dollars to the ADL and uh, his five-game suspension for tweeting out a movie um, this documentary and uh, that is supported by this book. And um, I just want your feelings generally on anti-Semitic sentiment and, um, 
And, and then I want to talk a little bit about black Hebrew Israelites. And this is quickly from Wikipedia. Um, black Hebrew Israelites, Hebrew Israelites, black Hebrews, black Israelites, and African Hebrew Israelites are groups of African Americans who believe that they are the descendants from the ancient Israelites. Um, and it goes on to say some groups believe that Native and Latin Americans are also descendants of Israelites. I mean, that is... But it goes on to say that they combine elements of their teaching from a wide range of sources uh, to varying degrees. Black Hebrew Israelites incorporate certain aspects of religious beliefs and practices both Christianity and Judaism, though they have created their own interpretation of the Bible and other influences through Freemasonry and New Thought. Um... Many choose to identify Hebrew Israelites or black Hebrews rather than Jews in order to indicate their claimed historic connection. So what do you think about this going on with Kyrie Irving? Um, he tweeted out something about this film and, um, and his punishment. What, what's, what's your feeling? We talked a little bit about anti-Semitism before, but what, what's your general feeling on all this? I would call it hullabaloo with uh, Kanye West and and whatever. It seems that a, there's a lot of hullabaloo around um, this general feeling in the media and particularly uh, with blacks, um, American uh, African-Americans talking about um, black Hebrews. What, what's your take on all this? Well, it wouldn't be an election if we didn't have someone running around in this country screaming either racism against blacks and brown-skinned people or anti-Semitism against those of my people. And it just goes to prove just like um, blacks have poverty pimps like Al um, Jaime Town Sharpton. I'm sorry, that was Jesse Broken Zipper Jackson. But um, Al Sharpton has always been bigoted towards um, Jewish people and um, had, has never had anything good to say about Jewish people. And so, you know, it wouldn't be an election year if someone, somehow, somewhere, didn't have something negative to say about the Jewish people. Just like, like I said, there are race, racists too. But as far as um, Irving is concerned, I look at it this way. This is still the United States of America. I don't know enough about what he was actually saying. I mean, but he was speaking his mind. First Amendment of this country gives us the right to say whatever the hell we want to say when it comes to politics. And I got news for um, the uh, the far leftists who think that every right-minded individual in this country is a racist, and likewise for all the Jewish people who wear their their um, star David but yet never go to synagogue. Not every person who speaks ill in some way or another of something regarding Judaism is an anti or anti-Semite. I don't think this this guy is. I don't think Kanye West is. Um, 
But I do think Al Sharpton is. And he still has a damn television show on PMS NBC. So as far as far as I'm concerned, I think I think you even said this. This is much ado about nothing. This is nothing but the stoke up anger, frustration, and emotional um harm. And so until I actually read about this movie, until I learn more about this book, possibly even find a copy of it, until I know for myself what is being said, it's not anti-Semitism. And it sure as hell ain't anti-Semitism to speak out the way he did. Um, Did he actually say he he denies the Holocaust ever happened? I don't believe he could have said that. So, you know, I'd be the first man to step to the microphone and say, leave him the hell alone. Yeah. Um, that's 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 my view of all this. This is much ado about nothing. Yeah. Uh, my question is, um, I got a couple of questions. The first one is, uh, would you see this movie or, or would you read the book? I mean, is this something that is, is so taboo? Like, I read stuff that I don't agree with all the time. And it's purposeful. And just because I don't agree with something doesn't mean that I shouldn't read it. Um is this something that you would, you know, would you look at and maybe you could turn it off at the t- at the point where they denied the Holocaust if indeed uh, that they said that in the documentary? Um, are you open to stuff like that? And my other question is, are the Jewish people, um, who I have great admiration for, I'm, I'm not anti-Semitic in any, in any way, but I want to put this out there because I feel that there are a lot of protected classes out here that... Um, that are beyond criticism. Can you, do you think it's fair? Um, I, I mean, uh, it, are the Jewish people beyond admonishment? Or, 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 you know, that's my question is like, because I think every group, every people, I mean, deserves to be criticized. Um, I you know, I obviously wouldn't go as far as, um, uh, you know, to, to say anything uh, hurtful or um, undermine someone's culture or something like that. Um, you know, that my question is, um, would you read something that people label anti-Semitic? And, and do you think that... Um, that there could be because I've read the Bible a couple times and and the Jewish people, the Hebrews in the Bible were criticized pretty often for doing uh, things that God didn't want them to do. Am, am I am I off base there? My, my question is is, <laughs> is is you know is it, are the Jewish people beyond admonishment or or um, you know as any as any like. You, I wouldn't use it as a generalization. As, as I just want to defend myself here. It's like I, I don't generalize and say these people are X, whether it's blacks or Puerto Ricans or, or Jewish or, or, or Christians or Muslims. I, I try not to bait, uh, paint with a broad brush. But what do you think? What do you think about that? Is it like is all criticism or admonishment? Is that all anti-Semitism if it's directed at the Jewish people? Well, 
you know, the beautiful thing about being Jewish is never having to say I'm sorry for criticizing my own people. So we are the first to criticize ourselves. And if we criticize ourselves, which we do, and we've done this throughout time, hell, all you got to do is watch a Cecil B. DeMille film to know just how much we, we admonish ourselves. Okay. Um, yeah, that was a little tongue in cheek humor there, but anyway, um, (laughs) my point being is why should any people, we're all flawed individuals. We're all flawed people. Why should anyone be above reproach? I don't have a problem with being criticized. I, I have confronted uh, what I consider and this I'm and maybe I'm going overboard a little bit here by saying this, but I've, I've been confronted and have confronted militant Islamists. Now, not the kind that blow up innocent school children. Okay. But there are a lot of um, Muslim in our community here in central Florida. I've been confronted and most of them are of, of Palestinian lineage and I say well to them all the time. So in other words, you're right and everybody else is wrong. Well just just for your own little information there, your book was written thousands of years after mine was. Yeah. So just remember that. Yeah. And 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 so my point being is there's no reason and that again, being blessed with having been born in the United States, it's our birthright to be able to criticize and to be critical of others that we think are wrong or have done wrong. The problem I have is when those in the media, many of which are pseudo-Jews, want to castigate others because they don't agree with their politics and therefore say, you don't have a right to speak. And so thank you, Elon Musk. Okay. Getting back to your question. No, the Jewish people are no better than anyone else. And that therefore means they are open to criticism, just like anyone else. The only thing I say to those who criticize me as an individual Jew or me as a member of the the Jewish people is you have your say then you damn well better give me my say. Yeah, right. And that's that's how things get resolved. And so what, as far... Go ahead. Yeah, and what about this book, um, Hebrews to Negroes, um, or the movie? Uh, would, you, would you venture to investigate something like that that was uh, labeled anti-Semitic? Because my problem is, Look, is that things get labeled, all these warning and everything, and nobody reads it, and nobody knows the truth about what's in there. So, Rudy. If I can stomach having to put myself through watching Joyless Behar and sun, Sunless Sunny Houston on The View, <laughs> reading the book would be a cakewalk. Yeah, right. I just would have to make the time to read it. There's no way for us as human beings to grow if we don't read both sides of a story. 
I, I really don't know what's in this book. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. And as far as the movie goes, well, it's just like any movie that's a documentary. It all depends on who's doing the documentary. Does it follow chapter and verse of the book, or does it just take highlights? Yeah. And what are those highlights? I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. But I guarantee you this, I get the opportunity to watch it. I'll be more than happy to give you my critique of it. Um, sure. And that's, that's what this is supposed to be as a country. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm I, sure I, a lot of these reporters who are, uh, you know, criticizing Kyrie Irving probably never bothered to. And a lot of these stories don't even mention the movie that he said. They just said an anti-Semitic documentary. So I'm sure they didn't watch it themselves. Well, of course not. Okay, look, look at how the, the liberal elites, beginning with the Schultzbergers, who have owned the New York Times for I don't know how long. Okay, certainly more than a hundred years. Okay, look at how they print lies. And, they, and, and the lies get pointed out, and they still report lies. Yeah. Okay, so again, it's okay for, for Irving to have whatever view he has. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to prejudge him because he, to me, what he said – I mean, he didn't necessarily apologize, but my argument is, so far, what does he have to apologize for? For speaking his mind? I mean, isn't this what we criticize people for all the time? You don't want, you, you, you want to shut me up? Well, the shoe's on the other foot. Yeah. So you know what? It's up to people like me and you to, to look into this. Um, I know you'll do a much more thorough and probably a faster job than I will. But, you know, it, it, it takes men and women of open mind and open thought to, to look into a matter like this. I'm, I, he shouldn't have been suspended. He, for for this, this pseudo-Jew to say, hey, I want a half a million dollars of your money so that I can spend it on things that I think will make me look magnanimous to my people, meaning the Jewish people. Yeah. Just who the hell does this piece of crap well, you think know, he is? You know who it is. It's this guy, the head of the NBA, Nate Silver, and the guys with the ADL like Greenblatt. So they're making a deal about what Kyrie Irving is, is going to pay. So I want to go, because I want to talk about the election, so I want to go... So uh, to the black Hebrew Israelites, so their mm -hmm. cl their claim, and I happen to know a little bit about this, and I did it on an uh, episode of my podcast, is they claim that there's some lineage to Africa from Judaism, from ancient Judaism. And I just want your take on that because we know about uh, the Ethiopian Jews, the, the Beta Israel and the Beta Abraham and, and the Falash Mura were, are the three groups of, of Ethiopian Jews in Ethiopia that were received back in, in, into Israel through um, uh, as diaspora um, mm -hmm. because we're going, we're talking going all the way back to the 17th century uh, and maybe even further uh, for these yeah. Jews. 
And from my personal experiments, uh, experience with Rastafari and in the Bible is uh, the Rastafari's claim that uh, the Ethiopian emperor Haile Selassie was a direct descendant from King Solomon through the line of Menelik, through the house of Menelik. Um, so, and that's, um, that's basically stated again through the Cabra Nagast. Um, what's your take on all this, uh, these claims of these African Jews? <laughs> I mean, um, they, you know, it seems, a re- it seems like a reasonable claim to me. Is this something that you're, uh, that you're, you know, not willing to accept or are you open to accept? I mean, obviously the Ethiopian Jews, uh, as I stated earlier, uh, the uh, Beta Israel, uh, they're real and uh, they've been accepted um, by Israel. Um, but what, what do you think about all this? Is this, is this something that, that has a basis in reality or could have a basis in reality or it's some sort of uh, African fantasy? I don't think there's anything to fantasize about. I, I have always believed that regard, there, there are Chinese Jews. There are Mexican Jews. There are Italian Jews. I mean, even to this day, there are German Jews, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So you, for any any man or woman who claims to be a Jew to say that because someone's skin is darker than mine and their hair is nappy, it is impossible for them to share the same bloodlines as me. That in itself is racist. And I will tell you that since I was a teenager, because I'm trying to remember, Rudy, when the great exodus out of Ethiopia took place. I want to say, I want to say it was in the late 70s or early 80s. I I don't remember when, and I I still have visions of of these black men wearing their kippas and wearing prayer shawls, and those who weren't wearing prayer shawls were wearing tefillin, and they were carrying the Torah. You don't get a Torah out of a box of Cracker Jacks, okay? Mm -hmm. And they have been protecting this scroll for hundreds of years. And it wasn't the only one. There were several. And so there have been stories of King Solomon and his love affair with Queen Sheba for since before there were Jews walking the American continent. So yes, I don't think it's a question. I think it's absolute certainty. And um, I have been troubled because I I read um, news out of Israel and it's not the Jerusalem Post, although I do read it from time to time. And I have been deeply troubled by some of the racism not much, but it does exist that has happened sporadically in Israel since the the black Jews were returned to our land. And um, one of the articles that I read was that they came 
they came home to be part of our people, which they were, and they were treated. And 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 at during the <clears throat> during the publication of that article, they felt like they were second class citizens yeah. because of the color of their skin. Yeah. And that has a lot to do with the Ashkenazi Jews from Eastern and Western Europe who resettled uh, when the modern state of Israel was proclaimed in 1948. And I'm, I'm not just troubled by it. I'm incensed by it. I was raised in a Jewish home. And one of the things that was made clear to us growing up as children, my brother and I, is there are no colors. We're all human beings. And so when some of my people step out of line with Hashem and seem to forget one of his commandments about how it's important to love thy neighbor, um, I get angry. Yeah. I get very angry about this. So to answer your question, um, these black Jews, self-proclaimed black Jews, but I believe they, they, there is some legitimacy, more than some. Uh, some of them call themselves Yahweh. Uh, they right. refer to uh, Hashem is Yahweh, yes. and you know, I, I there is there is one of their places of worship is uh, in Central Florida, and I have driven past it many times and wanted to actually stop and go in and introduce myself because I want to learn, right. you know. But some of the militant views of those particular Jews is that they are the original Jews. Well. You know, I t I'll tell you this, Rudy. Exclusion, exclusionary viewpoints really aren't going to work, uh, especially if you're right. supposed. If you say you're with Jehovah, you know, right? <laughs> it's just, right. It just it doesn't. To say you're religious in any way and to come from that point of view is um, to be exclusionary. I think is not um, being. Um, forthright and honest with your with your faith um but i just want right. i want to move on just a little bit at a quick note i want to ask you about something so the christians the coptic christians in ethiopia which i follow greatly and i read um i read their bible as well because they include some apocryphy including maccabees and um the book of enoch um but uh, the Ethiopian Christians have claimed that they had the uh, Ark of the Covenant there in, in Axum, and this is well before the Italian invasion. I don't know if it's still there, the, if the Italians took it. Uh, what's your a quick take on that? What's your quick take oh. on <laughs> whether you think the Ark of the Covenant could have been in Axum? Well, I'm pretty sure it's still in Africa. Um, I have, she's now a former client of mine who, um, it was one of those moments in your life when a, a, a person can look you into your eyes and see your soul. And she, she happened to be an archeologist and most people don't know this. I've forgotten his name. I've, I've looked it up several times. But there really is an Indiana Jones. Yeah. There is a real-life Indiana Jones, and, and she worked with him yeah. and the Coptic Christians. And it's the Coptic Christians who are, at this very moment in time, still protecting the lost scrolls. Yeah. If, you, if you recall, there was a scroll that was found. Um, in a, 
trying to remember where in Egypt it was found, but it was found recently. When I say recently, within the last decade. And if you recall, when the Muslim Brotherhood took control of Egypt after they threw out Mubarak, um, there was a, a scattered few stories about the Coptic Christians and how they were being persecuted by the Islamic Brotherhood and by the militant Islamists. Well, the reason why is because they're in possession of the scrolls. Yeah. And part of this is prophecy. It is. It goes along with the red heifer. It goes along with the building of the, of the third temple, which, and you and I have talked about this before, and none of this can happen until other things take place. And so this, this now former client, when she told me all this, she was a Christian, okay? And she has um, a master's, and she has spent a great many years in, on archaeological digs, religious, religious digs. And she told me she had worked in the past hand-in-hand hand with this gentleman, and he was working with the Coptic Christians, and they're not telling anyone where they are, where those scrolls are. No. So to answer your question, yeah, I think there's a connection there, and I'm I'm convinced that um, the Coptic Christians, just like all other Christians, um, there's a lot of truth to what they're talking about. Yeah. That's what I tell people all the time about the Indiana Jones movie. I go, uh, it was it was real, except it wasn't in Egypt. It was in Ethiopia, and it wasn't the Nazis. It was the Italians that were going after the Ark. Um, and so mm -hmm. we could talk at a later date, too, about what we think happened, how the Ark got to Africa. There's several stories about it uh, going to an island in the Nile before being moved to Ethiopia. But we're running out of time, so I want to get your quick wrap-up on the election. election. The midterm elections are tomorrow. It's going to be a big one. Uh, so why don't you give me your, uh, your roundup here of... Uh, What's happening around the country, and what do you think of our MAGA candidates that Mitch McConnell didn't want to support? Well, so much for them being poor candidates, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Seem to be doing good, pretty um, good. They're, 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 well, just look at Kerry Lake, yeah. okay? I mean, we can go down the list, okay? I, I mean— What do you think—before anyway. you get started, what do you think about fraud? My worry is that— um, we're, we're going to have to have enough turnout to beat the beat the fraud. You think, uh, uh, I'm a little worried. I, so otherwise, it wouldn't be it, a worry because the sentiment around has always been anti-establishment and people look like they want to get rid of Joe Biden and get rid of the policies. But what do you think? What Are you worried? What's up? I, I am very worried, and I'll tell you why. Um, part of what happened in 2020 has to do with um, a little-known um, project of the United Nations called Project 21. And it has to do with the hustling of people into major metropolitan areas so that government can better control the masses. Well, if you look at what's been taking place on steroids over the last... I would say maybe 40 years. I've seen it happen before my very eyes here in Florida in, in the last 30 years that I've lived here. 
why, if you look at that and you look at the numbers of people in there, and then you look at an electoral map, and every every state's broken down into counties. Yeah, where one metropolitan at, one metropolitan district can outvote the rest of the state. Right. Just look at what Lee Zeldin's going through. Eighty-five yeah. percent of the state of New York is probably going to vote Lee Zeldin, but you have over eight million people in the five boroughs of New York City. That basically cancels out the other votes from upstate. And so this is what I'm worried about. You know, I've argued with with liberals and and with the fascist left um, about how they stole the election in 2020, not one, but two elections in 2020 in the state of um, Georgia. And my fear is it can happen again. So yes, number one, everybody, don't just go to vote. Grab your family members, grab your friends, grab neighbors, and find out if there are any any people that need a ride to the polls tomorrow. Yeah. Go. But that's not the only thing. We cannot allow these numbskulls to get away with literal murder again this time or in 2024. Yeah. What do I mean by that? We need to make sure our poll watchers are there yeah. every freaking second until the police have secured a build the building because what are they saying in Pennsylvania right now, Rudy? Yeah. It's going to take days to count yeah. the vote. Are yeah, you sure. kidding me? Days? Hey, no, Rudy, gonna... <laughs> when you and I were kids in the seventies, <laughs> you knew who won the election within by, hours. Right. By nine o'clock. Sure. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So please, don't tell me it's going to take you days. Well, that's what so I mean. It's I like think, the, the pandemic's over. Get rid of the mail-in ballots if, if that's the friggin' case. So you can't well, count. number one, let's get rid of the mail-in ballots. That, you know, anybody who wants a ballot and they don't want to go to the polls on Election Day, guess what? They get on the phone, one ringy-dingy, two ringy-dingy, and they talk to whoever it is in the Register of Voters Office and say, I want an absentee ballot. Right. So the argument that the liberals and the Democrats have made now since since B.J. Clinton was in office, that we have to make it easier to vote. How much easier can you make it than to say, I need a ballot? Yeah. Make okay? it easier it's to cheat. Hard. That's what they mean, make it easier to cheat. Right. Everyone well, gets the to... reason for motor voter. Yeah. Same thing. We have, they're talking about they could, we could have up to 5 million illegal aliens in this country. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We got 30 million illegal aliens in this country. Oh, yeah. And how many Juan Gonzalez and how, how many uh, Frederico um, Montoros are going to be voting in the same district, yeah. in the same um, uh, uh, polling booths. Yeah tomorrow in in uh arizona or in florida for that matter so come on let's let's get your calls here so obviously your governor is going to skate right in uh marco rubio he is he clear yeah okay yeah he, he's going to be on he's going to be on ronnie's coattail yeah, yeah excellent so um let's uh let's move up what do you think of herschel walker I don't think he wins outright tomorrow. You have yeah. to win by 50% plus one. Right. Um, but I think in you the runoff. there'll be a runoff? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there will be. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But um, I, 
I just don't think I am. Okay, what do you think about uh, Fetterman Oz? Man, that one scares me. I'm, I keep saying to myself, what the fuck is wrong with Pennsylvania? <laughs> I, I mean, my God. You know, I, I was calling... Fetterman, Fetterman's going to lose, but his lump is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the, here's the thing that scares me more than anything else. It's going to be his wife that sits in the Senate. Not oh, yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody, most of us who have looked at this race know that they just want to get him to win. Then they're going to 25th Amendment him or whatever, say he's not fit to Correct. serve, and his wife will get in there. Yeah, we all know that. Okay, let's move on. So, Zeldin, you think mm-hmm. Zeldin has a chance? I'm feeling really good about Lee Zeldin, yeah. and I didn't feel that way six months ago. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was out of his mind. But Excellent. you know what? I really think he's going to... Well, first of all, she keeps stepping all over herself. Right. I mean, she did it again today. Yeah. I mean, so next. Yeah, she's <laughs> nobody's voted for her. Let's let's go on out to uh, the Southwest. Uh, we'll skip over Texas because there's not... Beto O'Rourke isn't going to win. Um, so, Carrie Lake, uh, I think she's going to win. The fact, hey, hey, the fact that they're not even talking about Beto means he's not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> So, Carrie Lake's going to win. You think uh, she'll carry over uh, Blake Masters? That's what I'm counting on. I mean, Blake is up, um, you know, by a fraction of a point right now. Um, I think her coattails, yeah. And And let me tell you something else. She's got president written on her. Oh, I know. We, yeah, me and my wife have already talked about it. <laughs> but she's got time, just like uh, DeSantis has time, because that seems like a real brilliant ticket, DeSantis Lake. Oh, um, my God. Wouldn't it ever? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> moving, uh, moved. let's go to Nevada, Laxalt. You think he's going to make it? I do. I, I think the people in, in Nevada um, are fed up. And no matter what the union bosses are saying, I don't think the, the electorate is listening. I think yeah. I think he's going to win. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So let's uh, let's move up to um, Washington. Um, I don't um, I don't know what's going on there. My eyes are on Joe Kent for Congress. You think he's going to make it? Oh, in he's a, he's a he's he's a shoe in. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Shoe-in. And what do you think? You think um, uh, Chewbacca is going to beat? Uh, yeah, Smiley. I forgot about her. She's Washington too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I don't think I, she's here's going. why I think she has a very good chance. I think she has a very good chance because people are just so fed up with yeah. the Democrats right yeah. now, and and the 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 uh, mom with tennis shoes is looking mighty long in the tooth right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Chewbacca in Alaska, you think she's going to boot out uh, Murkowski? You know what? That's an interesting race more than almost any other because, Two you know, Republicans, yeah. the Republican Party has done everything they can to salvage this piece of garbage Murkowski. from a very corrupt uh, family, family out in, in Alaska. Yeah. I think... I think because Chewbacca is part of the 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 uh, Trumpian um, um, brigades, yeah. I think she has an excellent chance. 
Yeah, MAGA. I think I, I'd like to see MAGA sweep. Uh, the good thing about uh, the Republican and Republican states, you don't have to worry about the steel so much. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Because I think we're, we're running on almost 50 minutes here. So I want to make sure that uh, I can get this um, up in time. I just want to, I just want to reiterate to everyone who listens to cast. We do. Well, it looks like we, <laughs> looks like we lost Perry. <laughs> just uh, he wanted to give some parting comments and and there he goes that's episode 16 tuesday with perry we'll get him back we'll get him back i had to see what he has to say he i'm sure he wanted to impart on to all the listeners get out and vote vote republican vote republican if you don't want to vote maga or if you're in alaska you can vote murkowski but um, at least this time around and if things don't improve you can go back to voting democrat if you so desire but uh, we need to stop the bleeding now or else we're going to be hitting uh, 16, 8% inflation compounded on 8% by January. Um, and if you think it's painful now, wait till then. All right, that's it. Tuesdays with Perry, episode 16. See you tomorrow.